it sounds like you've uh, watched both serious and funny anime so far. So uh-huh. did did you like um, One Punch Man? I, I liked it in the sense, I, I feel like it's hard to watch One Punch Man as someone who hasn't watched a ton of anime. Cause yeah. I think that's meant yeah. for someone who's watched so much that they're like, I understand all these tropes. Yes. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that went over my head with One Punch Man. But uh, I, I feel like I enjoyed the lampooning a little bit. I enjoyed okay. some of the comedy. Okay. Um, but generally, I think with my anime and my TV, I'm, I'm a very like, I want the most drama-iest of dramas. I want to watch like The Wire and Oz and Breaking Bad. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, li- I like Death Note more than the other stuff. Or- there, there's a new one that has, uh, uh, I, I think, is a kind of interesting concept, uh, kind of called uh, like Finding Neverland. Uh, there's only one season. The so Michael far. Jackson documentary? <laughs> no, it's not Finding Neverland. Damn. Uh, what was it? it? It's something like that. Some some anime. It's, Finding- a, it's about uh, an orphanage. Um, kids in an orphanage. The Promised Neverland. The Promised Neverland. Okay. That's what it was. I think Finding Neverland is something that's very, very, <laughs> very incredibly different. <laughs> so they did an anime about Michael Jackson. Yeah. I mean, how else can you, how else can you capture someone dancing so incredibly smoothly? <laughs> and plus, anime loves small kids crying, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Man. That that is uh, that is honestly my biggest problem that I have with anime is the. Um, <laughs> there is a specific term for this. Um, I thought you were gonna say my biggest problem with Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the kids, you know. He's like, damn, can just leave the kids alone. Um, it's the so there's a term that is not. Oh God, I'm really gonna I'm gonna make some some anime fans real mad at me. Uh, I can just edit it. We can, we can just pedophilia. The right word. It's not pedophilia, but it's the the like uh, adolescent, like the the ten to thirteen year old version. Of oh, that. I know there's what that word specific- is. Fuck. Um, shit. I'm gonna put in like Jeopardy music here, or I'll just smash Kato saying the right word and sounding right. Uh, anime were uh, not pedophilia, <laughs> but when you like them a little older. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! That Google that Google search history is not good. Pedophilia? No. Uh, it, uh, that could be it. Uh, yeah. Pedophilia? Uh, these no, don't. I these don't feel the right. Third one might be it. Hebophilia oh, is a strong, oh, persistent sexual weird. interest in adults in pubescent, early adolescent children, showing stream yeah. two. So typically, ages eleven to fourteen. Okay, so that that is exactly what it is. Um, is is um. Okay, so there's three. So it's pedophilia, cuts off at like eleven. Uh-huh. Then hebophilia <laughs> cuts is cuts off at fourteen, and then a febophilia is like nineteen is fifteen to nineteen. So there's three different okay. like buckets you can go into. <laughs> well, needless to say, is that. Uh, Hebophilia would be what is uh, referred to as like lolly and that sort of thing. Twelve year old girl is actually a two hundred year old demon or some shit. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's there's way too many anime stories that are based around the twelve to fourteen year old uh, child, and it 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 just bothers me. I I love a good coming of age story. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I man, Boyhood, those. great movie, right? But, but there's just it's it's a persistent thing. I I I just want I just want one of these animes to be like, you know what? Our main character's not gonna be 14 years old. 
or 12 years old. It's going to be a 24-year-old. Yeah, you'd think that people have, like, also grown up with anime. Yeah, people... They'd want to stop yeah, watching the like, same... It, 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 anime's of age now, right? Yeah. To where older people who are, like, in their 30s and 40s grew up watching it, just like video games. Yeah. So where you think that we don't need that same stuff? I Even the more adult anime, it's like somehow the main character is 14. And you're just like, what? Yeah, that's right. Why does why is Death Note about basically like a, a high school slash college student when he could have yeah, been any? There age. is some he could crazy have been obsession age. with high school, and I I just don't know what it is. It might be just, just a cultural understand. thing we don't get. It is. It's something something cultural there that is just like an obsession that every every character is high school age or middle school age. Yeah, but that's right. I think every anime I've watched has been young kids. Anyway, now that we pissed off every anime fan in the world, uh, it's okay. Now we can actually talk truthfully about what we wanted to because they've exited the podcast. Man, I don't know. I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna edit that together because I think I hit record like in the middle of a sentence. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna find a part. I'm not sure if any of that is useful or not. It genuinely but... might all go away. <laughs> but again, uh, you know, I I like I like a good anime. Can so. Can, can, can I do a hard transition into into something uh, more related, maybe? Yes, if you if you close out Hebophilia, because I'm going to keep looking <laughs> at that the entire time on that Wikipedia page. Now I can't edit out the earlier part, because that's going to make no sense, too. Um, how, how did Arteezy get on the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. All you guys who tuned in for the Arteezy and Blitz podcast... There's and, another Reddit uh, thread right now. So I don't need like a third yeah. one with the same video. Well, that that was one of our alt accounts. Somebody's on to us. Can't talk about there's that. A, there's, somebody put someone's it in the gonna someone's, someone's gonna think you're being like serious. And I have to social like, media I, prowess or something I, like that. I, was I like, have to know. I have to let people know that you're making a joke right now. <laughs> this is this is a joke, guys. <laughs> like we, we like if if I care enough about a pot, like I honestly was gonna put part two on Reddit at some point in time, and then I it showed up on Reddit anyway. So I was like, I didn't. There's I a don't certain need to do there's it. a certain like vindication about that when someone else finally starts to share yes. the stuff you make, where like yes. it's like, oh, it, it it like I feel good that someone else felt like they yeah. think they can get karma off of it, so they're gonna do it, right? Yeah, honestly, uh, I, I'm I apologize to all of you guys that I said no Reddit rule. Uh, <laughs> like I didn't really mean that. What I meant was please don't just put in the title the really of like. Cap says he hates ESL or something like that. Like that's that's all I want. But please post the post post the podcast on Reddit as much as possible. Thank you. As someone who's uh, whose content um, does not show up on Reddit very often, it is very much appreciated when it does. Uh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> but Cause, but, but cause, how the fuck did he go on the show? <laughs> okay, so he, he ended up on the show. So all of you guys are going to be disappointed if you tuned in for the last two episodes. You're like, oh, this show is is great. They've got good professional players on that I never get to hear of. And now it's back to me and Leaf Eater. The yeah, it's, it, it, we're, we're back to like being the, the, the C team. You I, you can't get much higher than like Arteezy in terms of Dude, like – Arteezy's like never been on a podcast. Yeah. He's I don't never think, been on a podcast. So Yeah, like, like – I don't, I don't know how to beat that. Yeah, you can't. Like, maybe you call up, like, Gabe and be like, hey. Yeah. Hey, Gabe, I got an idea. Or Ice Frog. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Too good, Bruno. <laughs> anyway. Maybe. I Ice Frog would be the creme de la creme, and that's it. Yeah. I'll ask him someday. Kuroki would probably pull pretty well, too. I've got his, uh, I've got his, I've got his contact somewhere. I'll <laughs> hit him up. I was like, hey, 
Would you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> I now, promise I won't post it on Reddit. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that like having Artesian might be good for like uh, other people who feel like yes. you know maybe they were like, oh, this is like a silly thing that's going to stop and not be real, or like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast. But if Artesian did it, I feel yes. like it gives him more clout to be like, yo, no tell, homie. Yes, you want to. That is that come? is exactly the way I feel about it. Like as soon as Arteezy was on the podcast and we were able to show that Arteezy was on the podcast, like now, like every event, I'm gonna have I'm gonna be able to talk to one of my friends that are pro players or I'm friendly with and be able to convince them more with yo, Arteezy was on. Like yeah. he he enjoyed himself. If he like, did it's, it. It's like, not <laughs> like it, it, like I'm not I'm not like interviewing you really. We're just sitting down and having a casual conversation. You know, there's nothing. I'm not gonna grill you about Dota. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna get um. I, I thought it was gonna be Kyle. Uh, I think that's what you told it was. me at first. And then I, you sent me like an audio file. And with whatever the time change was, I think I was like maybe like half stoned at three in the morning. And I'm like, and I get an audio file. You're like, I don't know how to send this. It's really big, but Arteezy to the podcast. I'm gonna go to bed now. And I'm like. Artesia to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was going to be Blitz and Kyle. Um, and then Kyle, who's doing content creation and doing Kyle things. Um, Kyle, uh, like, I, I love Kyle. Um, he, he is a networker like none other, man. That's he, good? He wants to go out and he wants to, like, meet people and rub elbows and stuff. And... You know, I, I, it's great for him. Like, I honestly, I wish I was more that way because I can't really get myself to do that, uh, especially at events. Um, but so Kyle was so busy creating videos and stuff. And then on top of that was also at night, you know, like going out with uh, business men of esports. You got to get the drinks. You got to talk to all those yeah. money launderers. Exactly. So uh, he, he was a bit too busy doing that so he had to uh he didn't ditch i just kind of like did want to like force him to do it yeah of deal um because that's the right move because uh i mean just real quickly kyle did a great job as a content creator and i know he was very nervous about it so um i think he did a great job at that event and you know i didn't really want to like force him to do other stuff basically. you're also cool too mally mally also so, did so an excellent know. job because i know you're listening right now um, so yeah, uh, so it was supposed to be Blitz and Kyle and then Kyle had some other stuff that he was doing. And so it was going to be me Blitz plus one. And, uh, I asked him about Insania and he was like, yeah, I'll hit him up. And cause we're all, we're all kind of friends. <laughs> we play party queue and stuff together. I really like Hayden a lot. So uh, I thought it was going to be three of us. And then there was a knock on my door while I'm still trying to scramble together to set things up. And all of a sudden, our tour walks in. Uh, and I was just like, oh, shit. And his manager, Franz. So, and I was just like, okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, couldn't find the, the batteries for my <laughs> audio recorder. I'm like looking all over the place. And I can't find the SIM card or the batteries for it. And I only have the camera at that point in time. And I don't want to like reschedule. I know our tour is never going to come back. And do oh this. yeah, like, absolutely. Getting our tour to do things is very difficult. Like he will, he will have a good time once he's doing it, and he won't regret it afterwards. But like getting him to do it in the first place is very difficult, right? So I knew Blitz had to make effort to get him there in the first place. Like, so fuck, I just fuck, needed fuck. to record it and hope it worked, right? And fortunately, you saved the audio because um, it was not. 
it was not great on first listen but uh there's people who were like oh the audio is so bad and i wish i <laughs> like i know this is like kind of spiteful and i am like a slightly spiteful person uh-huh. i wish that i could have shared people the original <laughs> audio to be like we made it a lot better <laughs> it was real it was very quiet it was very hard to hear anything i i wish- it was good enough though like at the yeah. end of the day like it was passable passable people enjoyed it yes um you know i i'm i i got i got no complaints yeah honestly i was i was very happy uh thank you to our tour and and of course thank you to uh blitz who really made that happen i so i will get kyle on for we play i'm hoping um because we're going to be trapped up up there on the mountains and so at night i don't think kyle's going to go skiing (laughs) or anything with any businessmen he might you never know what happens i I should be and plus i already hit up my other guest which is going to be rich uh, oh, and, and of course, Rich, you know, he loves doing stuff like that and he's totally down. And because Rich is there, I know Kyle will want to be there. <laughs> Kyle loves Rich. So I, I know it's, it's my trap card. I guarantee I'm going to get the two of them together. We eventually have to have Kyle do another show too. Cause I want to be there for one of them. Yes. So we can just really talk in person about how similar we look. Yes, we will definitely get that as well. We'll, do one, uh, we'll have to make it happen for the uh, the LA major. But yeah, exactly. That's, oh, that's how I got our tour. It was entirely Blitz. I didn't do anything. Blitz really is the hero. Yeah. Our tour, our tour gets all the glory and the headlines, yeah. but like he's the he's, he's the hero. But Blitz I, said he settled his debts off of this, which I don't know what if he's serious. Well, uh, remember you know he was remember he was talking about how like oh, Blitz always oh. pays for stuff. I thought you were talking about with you. I don't no, you. no. Like Blitz always pays pays for stuff for our tour because um, our tour has a million and one excuses as to why he can't pay. So like uh, he pays for a lot of stuff and it builds up. And so I know that bill is very large. So I hope he wasn't serious about selling that debt because that was a very expensive podcast then is that yeah and i'm not i'm not reimbursing you will sorry (laughs) um i is is that like a thing that happens when you like have so much money that you just like lose track of it and then it's just like oh Um, like it's 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 a it's a dota player thing like um dota players like they grow up being a player, right? So they go from like not really paying a whole lot, like maybe they're in college at the time. Most of them haven't had like a real job to begin with. Um, so sometimes, you know, they just don't have certain things like a credit card that they can use internationally and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and and if they do, then like a lot of times they just don't bring their wallet to, to places because it's like they, they're always with a manager, right? And their manager's always paying for everything that they do because that's on the, the team's expense, Right. This seems crazy to me. So yeah, this, like this, this seems asinine. <laughs> that's just the the player life is that you just don't really pay for anything, and so like you go out like yeah, you don't have your your wallet with you. So I'm yeah, maybe it's because I know some of the other side. I feel like if I'm in our tourist position, which is like a weird, really weird like shoe to put myself in, I would want to be like, oh, I never used to have money. I'm paying for everyone all the time. And, and to be fair, it's uh, it's also intimidating. Like, yeah, okay, so true. if you think about it, right, if you've never, like, used your credit card online, right, you think about, like, all those, like, scams and stuff like that. Like, people are going to get your information, et cetera, et cetera. The gas like, station. Yeah, if you've never, like, ordered food online or something like that, like, you might be a little bit uh, timid about doing stuff like that and doing, like, doing that sort of thing internationally. It's just, like, it's one of those things where you do it and you're uncomfortable the first time you do it, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, it's kind of okay, and then <laughs> you just kind of go hog wild. But a lot of these players, they don't have to do that, right? Because they have a manager 
to do all that sort of thing. So, um, you know, they're just uncomfortable. I couldn't imagine the social pressure the other way too of being like, Hey, can you pay me back for that thing? Yeah. Cause like, do you really want to like anger your friends like that? Yeah. Lending money is always weird with friends, but fortunately Blitz is like, Blitz is Virtuous. a very given. Yeah. He's a very giving person and he has like, uh, he has a lot of patience with people uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. I would have so many Venmo requests out. <laughs> like, Hitting up the millionaires for the hundred dollars that they, they yeah. owe you. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you I, have the money, right? Yeah. Like I've, you've, <laughs> you owe me for dinner. Yeah. It was a tip. I paid the tip. But uh, yeah, that's Blitz, Blitz like pays for like, for example, Blitz will cover. Um, so like our, our very close, uh, friendship pool between like me charlie uh blitz and like kyle and stuff is like we have this philosophy that we'll just when you go to a restaurant or something like one of us will just cover it and we all just kind of assume that like this is it's not going to be exact but we're going to cover each other mm -hmm. and you know it's like it'll all go around you know it's not a big deal um and that's a good philosophy to have but as the group gets bigger and bigger and and then you know then like some people just aren't paying ever or anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it starts becoming a problem. I had a sour experience. You know, I'm, I'm much more, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it is like that. I'm fine with that with certain people, but there's other people. I guess it's like the less, the least, less will I know you. If we're not like yeah. splitting a bill, pro like if we go out to dinner and it's like a businessy thing or something and we're going Dutch, we're splitting a check where like you had three drinks and I had a water and you ordered an appetizer that I might not have wanted, but we shared it anyways. Yeah. And then we just split the check in half. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, the, uh, I think it helps that we all, uh, like between me and Blitz and Charlie, I th think we all have the philosophy that like, um, you know when you're in a relationship and like one of you makes a lot more money than the other or something? No, but for the sake of argument, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so if you if you uh if you made 90 per, like say uh you made 9 times the amount that she she made. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Are you paying are you when you uh go out for a meal together, are you doing 50-50? Are you doing 100% or are you doing 90-10? <sighs> I mean, put yourself in, in the idea that nine uh, times the amount of work is you making like $200,000, let's say. Yeah. So you've got the money to pay for this. Yeah, I probably just, I probably just pay for dinner. I probably <laughs> just pay for dinner, but I, <laughs> but I really hope that like one out of every 10 dinners they cover. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, and I think like, um, we have the philosophy that. It's like we we are all pretty fortunate in our careers, um, and Blitz especially. I think is uh, he he knows that like he's done very well for himself, and so he doesn't mind like covering for people. Yeah, so that, that's the kind of person he is. You know, it's just like again very generous in that regard. I really hope that I get to the point where I can be where I can do that for people. Yeah, because I because I like doing it on small scale. So I just, it's like a weird sense of joy that's not like a yeah. It, it does it does provide a weird sense of joy. I understand like the enjoyment of Blitz and Charlie have covered a lot of my dinners. So what I'm saying is is that if I ever become a millionaire, like easily like. A, at least a tenth of that money is going to them, if not, <laughs> if not a lot more. Uh, um, I really, I really liked the show you guys did too. Uh, 
It was great, right? Like you heard a lot of Artizi's personality with it. Which I don't think you normally do. Just hearing stuff about like him talking about Thompson, him talking mm-hmm. about like the cliffing meta, him talking about, you know, what he does and doesn't like about interviews. I feel like hopefully some people listen to that and realize like, oh, maybe like I can talk to these players differently because maybe that's like cool insight for people to... To, yeah. to, to craft their own stuff for it. I, I enjoyed listening to it. I'm like, part of me was like, I wish I was there. But the other part of me is like, I feel like if I was there, Arteezy probably wouldn't have been as comfortable. So it's yeah. probably a great thing that I wasn't there. No, I mean, that's <laughs> like, I, I like to think that um, that is the kind of atmosphere that I'm shooting for mm-hmm. uh, when I get other people on. But the truth is, that's just what Blitz does like he's he's a very charismatic person he's good friends with our tour so he brings personality out of people i'm uh so. i'm worried that blitz Holy. i'm worried that blitz's takeaway from that is that he's never gonna have shoes on the couch again because he was so publicly <laughs> shamed for it and knowing how he takes Dude, he's a hotel couch like why do you guys care <laughs> like what the f- that's getting professionally cleaned I know. Come on. Those I, are his gym shoes that he literally only wears indoors. Like, what do we care? <laughs> I know that he, uh... Are you a person... Just, wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Sorry. Uh, are you a person that, that takes their shoes off um, in the hotel room? Is that, like, a really big deal for you? No. I do not take my shoes okay. off in the hotel room. Well, because hotel floors are dirty, right? They're, no, they're kind of gross. I I generally am a shoes on all the time person. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> which is my my home, which we're in right now. Yes. We are not wearing. You shoes. guys have a very nice because I have a, I have a shoe rack by, by the door. door. Yes, but uh, normally I'm a I'm a shoes on person in most other scenarios. So, I'm, so. I've always been a shoes off in in house and stuff, but I do not worry about it so much in in hotels because I just then you know hotel fours. Hotel everything, man. I mean, what it, it's, yeah, it's all nasty. The hotel floors, especially, they're not changed. They're changing the sheets. The sheets, they're not changing the floor. They're they're professionally cleaning it when they can. <laughs> but, I don't know if that that last guy, you know, flung. Dude, there's so many stories about like. I remember one time, like Red Eye was saying that there is a giant blood stain on his floor in a hotel room. I don't know if that's real or not, but that's what he said anyway. I have a very vivid memory of going to CES one year, which is the big electronics trade show that they do in Vegas every January. Okay. I might have been a senior in high school, maybe a junior. It's like one of those two years. Mm -hmm. And we had a room at uh, not a main hotel on the strip. It was an office strip, like like. artsy hotel i think it's actually called the artisan okay um and i and we got there because at the time we weren't 21 so we needed rooms that you can get to when you're not 21 and uh Mm. as soon as we get in the room i look at it has like this really obscure weird painting on the wall that has the giantest fucking snot ball on it (laughs) like still probably warm and i never i never have had like really bad like i know hotels are dirty i know a lot of people live there i know they try very hard to clean them i've never walked into places and been like oh no but ever since that i feel like i've been traumatized in hotel rooms just assume that like oh this stuff happens all the time they do a good job cleaning it but there's there's human everywhere yes people get very liberal when they're like well this isn't my place you know and then they just start <laughs> and you shit on the shitting floor. on the floor you know because they're like i've never done that before let's do it in a hotel room uh, but at least we've learned the one thing that the dota community deems is remarkably important is yes. to not have shoes, the hotel shoes couch. on couch man. do not have a shoe Dude, they play this all the time for like the the summit and stuff you know the nice bts setup <laughs> yeah put my shoes on the couch all mm. day 
I do. So with that last show, we'll move on from this okay. soon. But there, there is one thing that I wanted to chime in on. Yes. Um, you guys were talking about uh, Ramsey's in the VP documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that I took away something different from that documentary because, like, I think even like our teaser, maybe even you said that it was kind of like a like almost a hit piece, or like it looked like it was really. It looked like a hit it, piece. It looked. It looked like a hit piece, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. When, when I'm looking at that documentary, I almost think about it the opposite way. I don't think that they wanted to make something that put them in a bad light. Uh-huh. So I'm under the assumption that everything we saw is the best parts. Like so, that's uh, like that. That's okay. like the usable footage they had. Okay. Not and we're missing sure, sure, everything sure. else. But then, but but why were all the parts that they did show? All of them were bad for Ramses, the person that was not on VP anymore when that documentary they was wouldn't released. have uh they wouldn't have had any other footage <laughs> okay because right. they would have had no other okay. footage that that's that's so genuinely... Ramses was the best of everyone <laughs> that's what you're saying that okay I, that's fine by me that's that, that's that's my producer hat that I'm wearing I'm, I, I really think that that was I I, I think that uh who I do not envy the editor Okay. Who had to cut yeah. that together because I'm sure that that was rough. But I'm glad to hear oh, that he's yeah. working out in each. <laughs> Dude, true, true sites and stuff, when they give you the in-game comms, let me tell you guys, there's a reason there's never a live stream of in-game comms. No one would have sponsorships anymore. No one would have sponsorships anymore. It's all terrible, terrible language. Some of them say bad things. Some of them say very bad things that would... Cancel culture, man. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so needless to say, I assume that the True Sight uh, editors have a lot of work they have to go through. <laughs> My lord, they, there's a there's a lot of words they've got to. They know, know those things. Yeah. Like, I, oh, that'd be an interesting bit. But, ah, he said that one word that's just not really gonna go well. You can't really censor that, that out. You, even, can't, no, you know, not, you know what it is. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to those guys because True Sight is uh, so good. Shout out to anyone so who good. makes documentaries. Film is film's crazy, man. They yeah. have so much footage to work with. Yeah. If you've never been to like international, uh, they there is so much, so much being recorded that you never see. They have yeah. three full film crews on the ground. They have feeds that are being recorded from every player cam in every booth from all the static cams at the same time. Yeah. So that editor is going through like. 30 angles oftentimes they record so much i'd love to just be able to look at their archive because you know somewhere in that valve office there's a disc (laughs) (laughs) or a server which has discs on it it's filled with the no no words (laughs) you remember that you remember that reddit post of like someone who went through like a bunch of pro players uh like pub chat history and like all the the no no words that they say, uh, is that around I'm, the same time? No, I don't think anybody really got in trouble for that post because mm. uh, mind control that was a specific like mind control himself got targeted. Yeah. That was like there was like twenty different people, and I know like Yawar's was I think the worst of all of them, uh, and I know Yawar didn't really get in trouble because the thing was is that everybody's was terrible. <laughs> Every like. <laughs> Like the best part was like S four only flamed himself. Yeah, I, like he only I, used I derogatory words towards himself. You know, so uh, it's interesting that when but uh, but that that post 
Just imagine that, but with video and ten times worse. Yeah, because then you have real proof of them actually saying the things, which feels yeah. worse than typing the things. I don't know, man. Pubs are pubs are better when I mute my teammates most of the time. That's my that's my takeaway. <laughs> right? I I don't know. I just never seem to mute people. Very rarely do I do I mute people. It's hard. I used to mute people who um, were shitty people, and, I used to, and then it was like a good precursor because you get into a new game and you'd understand who was like shitty based on past games. Mm. But then once I started muting more people, it really took away that metric. Oh, you know what? My, actually, one of the my best go-to uh, mutes is when um, it happened recently. Some guy challenged me to a one v one. Like, come on, guy! It's twenty twenty. Who's challenging anyone to a one v one? Jesus Christ! But uh, the the guy challenged me to a one v one, and that that was the moment I was like, okay, I muted him, and then uh, I don't think I ever let him know that I muted him. And usually, what I do in a one v one challenge too is I'll tell them at the end of the game, um, yo, add me. And, you know, like, go set up the lobby or whatever. Like, go set up <laughs> the lobby. I'll tell them, go set up the lobby with a, with a password mm -hmm. or whatever, and I'll join. Um, and just just to see them waste their time. Because who challenges people to a 1v1? Like, if you're dumb enough to challenge people to a 1v1, then you deserve every wasted I don't know how else I can prove to you that I am a better Dota player. That's the only thing. You are wrong. I am so right. It was like four, like all four of these team members were trying to tell this like one guy what like what he was doing wrong and like please you just need to do this one thing for us don't go this item build or whatever and it's like I one v one b you're giving me a, a little bit of embarrassing PTSD that there was definitely like some old some old Counter Strike one v ones that happened uh, I mean that that's like the th that's expected because shooting people in the head that's what everybody on the team is kind of supposed to do you know <laughs> like there there's the support role of Counter Strike I like I totally understand that but no Dota's just much <laughs> Dota it doesn't Dota's translate the same your support spirit breaker. Shouldn't challenge you to a 1v1 when you uh, don't have CS in mid. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I guess we have different skill sets, right? Yeah. I don't know. Mute your teammates. Don't say bad words. That's that's the point of that. That don't say bad words. Yeah. I don't know anymore, man. Um, we passed 10 shows. We did. Which I Good feel kind of proud about. I mean, if we had a part one, part two, right? So... If we don't have that, then this would be our tenth would, recording. It would, it would be show number eleven. Oh, okay. It would be show number eleven. We're definitely over ten. Nice. I know. I, we, we didn't get the time to say like. I feel like that. That's like a milestone. Like that makes it a real it. thing. There's still some people who are like, it's gonna stop. But like, I feel once we did that, and also we um, we broached uh like ten thousand downloads on iTunes. Nice. Which. I realize, like, I don't know what that means. Right, I... right. Like, like, what does that really mean? Like, out of context, like, do you compare that to other people? Yeah. Did I just say something that like Zayori is gonna be like, oh, they did what? And now like they can compare numbers again. Like, I, don't, I probably shouldn't share that. I don't know. But like, there, there, there was just something. It, it feels like you know, the the, the we, we made we made it through. <laughs> we made it through the end of the year. We like hit some milestones, and I was I was kind of happy about them. Well, like, it's slightly off topic, but you said uh maybe i shouldn't say that and i immediately thought um i got the bounty board recently on twitch 
where oh, they pay yeah. you to play a certain game. Mm -hmm. And of course, I will never do that because there's no bounty for Dota 2. And so I like showed it on stream and I was like, yo, guys, you want to play some Sea of Thieves or whatever? And I was like, wait, I don't know if I'm supposed to show this. <laughs> and I immediately get a message from Conrad. He's like, yeah, you're not supposed to show that. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. They gave me this nice thing and then I clowned on it and then also we like showed it on stream when I wasn't supposed to. That's Whoops. really, I feel like that, I feel like that could have been a clip that someone would have taken out of context. That could have been interesting for other people. I'm surprised, I'm surprised it almost didn't go viral if people aren't supposed to do that. I, I've seen, Delete the VOD. When, no, 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 when Bounty Boards first came out, uh, there was a couple of streamers who like leaked it. So okay. I'm, I'm not the first person to do it. That's for sure. I like the idea of Conrad just being like, excuse me, uh, the cap. Hey. <laughs> Hey, buddy <laughs> like i love that conrad just happened to be in the chat when i did that too i was just like oh that was dumb i had dinner with conrad and he told me he doesn't listen to podcasts so we're safe we can talk as much shit as we want about him he won't he doesn't listen to our podcast he doesn't listen to our show what the hell he doesn't listen to, he doesn't listen to podcasts period so, oh. so if we want to be like yeah okay, fuck you fine. conrad Vancouver sucks. <laughs> He'll never hear. That's a joke for literally one person. I should stop doing the show for one person. We should get back to we should get back to the everyone. <laughs> Man, what um what do you do for the holidays? Uh what did I do for the holidays? the holidays? Um Cuz your family's so, not here. So I was at um Singapore and then I flew back from Singapore uh into LA and then about 18 hours later after like a 24-hour flight or whatever, about 18 hours later, I um, I flew to my mom's in Portland, Oregon. Um, she has a house on a river that she got recently, and that we tweet spent makes Christmas a lot more there. sense. Yes, that's why every yeah. single time you'll see in the winter and the summer, I'll just be posting pictures of a river all the time. <laughs> it's so peaceful. I love being by the river. I love being by water in general. Uh, that would if commentating could actually pay me some real big bucks i would love to be able to live on a, like near a river or on the ocean that would be my dream retirement home interesting very much uh, i think i can do river mm -hmm. ocean ocean's a little extra okay okay it's always so cold and foggy and sand there's sand mm -hmm. everywhere so much i fucking yeah hate but sand, you're a dude. gamer you're indoors most of the time but then you, you just get to be like go outside and like in your in your jacket and sweats and just be like and just listen to the ocean smell the salty air for like five minutes then go inside and <laughs> go queue again and then look at it from your window and be like oh that's nice and then then play dota could could uh, could they not hook you up with a flight directly to Portland? That, um, that feels bad mannered of them. And yeah, like they could have, but um, they—I don't remember what it was. It was slight miscommunication. It was probably on my fault. Um, plus, you know, then I was able to travel with my girlfriend. Uh, oh, I also was getting close to platinum, which I didn't get platinum this year, which really makes me sad. For Delta. For Delta. So, yeah. Does that? Does that? How does that work? So like next year you have gold all year. Or yeah. Like next year I'll have gold unless I can in, until the in, until I build up platinum for that year. When you so when you fly at all these events, are you booking them yourself or do you like no. give someone your frequent flyer number? Like, uh, can you so like some, sometimes? Put sometimes I give it the frequent flyer, but most of the time you just go to the the airport. And they, you can only use a frequent flyer for yourself. Okay. You can never use it on somebody else, okay. right? So a tournament organizer can never 
put it on when they buy my flight. They can never use it on me. Yeah. So I, I get to go there when I check in for my flight. You know, I just put it in or, or when I check in online. So okay. the, pro the problem is, is this year I wasn't able to get enough Delta flights. So because <sighs> they're expensive and tournament organizers don't like doing flights until two weeks beforehand. Or in this case, when does Dream League start? Oh, January. Two weeks beforehand. January. Yeah, Dream League. Two weeks. Possibly less at this point. It might be less. I still don't know. I might be there. I'm going to be in Europe, but I'm not going to be there, I don't think. Oh, that's I'm right. St we I'm still trying to figure that out. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the middle of January. Yeah, it's like January Wikipedia is failing right now. And it's not Wikipedia. It's definitely my fault. January 18th to like something. It's January 3rd, That's, and I do not have flights yet. That seems also silly to me from, like, a just, just like a production standpoint. Yes. Like, and then when a tournament organizer comes back to you, Dream League hasn't done this because, again, we haven't booked the flights. But in general, this has happened multiple times, uh, where they're booking the flight, like, two weeks beforehand, and they're like, Here, here's a flight for you. And I'm like, that flight looks like garbage. I go look up the flight myself. Uh you know, go through the airline that I want to be able to go through or at least a partner. Um, and I find a pretty reasonable flight and they're like, ah, that's too expensive. And I'm just like, well, if money was an option, you should have <laughs> booked this two months ago when you said, hey, would you like to work our event? Then the flights would be very cheap. I couldn't imagine the frustration of getting oh. like a, of, of being told like, here's your flight now. And it's like, wait a second, I'm departing at five in the morning. Dude, I want to choke some of these tournament organizers when they tell me that a flight is too expensive, but they're booking it at the most expensive time. And it happens every single time. Like, are they just not aware of it by now? It has to they're be. They're burning so much money and yet they constantly tell me they don't have enough money. Oh, I, I, oh, I'm so mad just thinking about it. I'm, so I'm trying to play devil's advocate for the tournament organizer and figure out you can't, what... You can't, you can't play devil's advocate for this. You've hired me. Sometimes I have a contract already. Like, why wouldn't you just do the flights earlier? Is it like, like a... It's cheaper that way. Could it be like a liquid cash thing? They're like, oh man, the cards are maxed out. We gotta clear some headroom before we can... I mean, that's another topic. That just, <laughs> that get, like, that's not my fault. Whatever that, whatever that is, that's not me, so... Dude, I... I it just, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Like, I, travel is the worst part of my job, you know? And it could just be made, like, a lot better if I could just get the airlines that I, I like and then I'm also likely to be upgraded since I'm, you know, like... Yeah. Like, if I get a Delta flight, I'm really happy because, like, shit with Platinum, who knows? Maybe I get business class. At least I'm going to get economy comfort. That's going to make my life a lot better. You're going to board earlier? It's, it's, it's just, I mean, no. I always board. lounge? I board. I always board last. I never go into lounge. But seriously, oh, you just, even, you just, even do just the military leg room thing, right? just does a lot for me. Uh, I don't have, I don't have the, um... Whatever that thing is. Yeah, I don't have my military card. I lost that a long time ago and never told anybody. Don't tell the military. You're supposed to report that, and I never did. <laughs> don't. That's why the Reddit rule exists. Don't tell them. For the record. Yeah, don't put that on Reddit. They're going to send me to Iran or some shit, man. God, it is. I'm not going to talk about that, but I really, <laughs> I, I thought about you because I looked up the draft age uh -huh. and then I immediately thought I can never do a captain. <laughs> and then I went back to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you tweet like only 
one more year my, or something no, like no. that? My birthday is uh, January 16th. Okay. Which is in less than two weeks. And I'll be turning 27. Happy birthday. I won't be here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I'm not happy uh-huh. that I'm officially going to be in my late 20s. Okay, okay. That's like bothering me a little bit. It shouldn't. It's it's, it's a very vanity thing. Hello, I'm 29, going to be 30 this year, so I don't <laughs> know what you were complaining gonna about. That's, that's yeah, I'm going to be in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's the whole vanity thing. I like late uh-huh. 20s. That sounds rough. Um, uh-huh. But I just want to know what age I can still be drafted by. And the, and yeah. the draft goes to 26. So in 13 days, if we start a world war in less than 13 days of time of recording... They can still pull my card. <laughs> well, uh, fortunately, yeah, I'm good. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> I, I signed a eight-year contract. Um, all, all military contracts are not all. Um, the standard military contract is eight years. Um, what you hear about is four and six, four for active duty and six for reserve. But mm-hmm. technically, the military still has you for a full eight where they can recall you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in the inactive reserve. Basically, you're a civilian, but you can be called up. So those people would be p- called up before the draft actually comes into play. Which, yeah, that makes sense. They've had training. So fortunately, I'm not in that. But I think just by being former military makes me more likely to be called up before regular people. I don't know. Maybe if they need. I don't want to know, honestly. Nothing's gonna happen, right? Everything's fine. The I'm world's sure great. Fine. Dota will solve all our problems. But people just play more games. <laughs> no one just played more games. It'd be uh, happier, right? Um, how was Singapore? That wasn't the, the whole podcasting. Ooh, I've got a story about Singapore. Does it or does it not involve your penis? No, it doesn't involve my penis. I need. I need. But it, it does involve me being naked. Okay. Well. I feel like potato potato. We, we, we got to make sure always have the sexual allure part of the podcast, you know, where I'm smashing my dick or in this case, threatening to storm the lobby naked. Go on. I can't. I'm trying okay. to think of a scenario where that might happen. And, I, and I'm really coming up blank. OK, um, so here's what happened. Uh, and I, I am before I tell the story, I am both very mad and and uh, I'm still mad about it and I'm still feel really bad about it at the same time. Okay. Um, so the my clothes, uh, I, I put in dry cleaning. Um, we had a, a laundry. Um, some tournaments do this where they will cover your laundry a certain number of items or whatever. And I think it said, on, it, it, it did say on there, uh, no dry cleaning, but I, I totally missed that. Um, and I put in my laundry and I put in for dry cleaning. I needed to get shirts pressed and stuff. Um, and my clothes got returned to me, uh, a night before it was like the, it was like the third day, third or fourth day of the tournament. That night, it gets returned to me. I get my clothes. I hang them up in the dresser. Um, I go to bed. I wake up in the morning. I go to the gym. I come back. I uh, shower. And I open my closet. My clothes aren't there anymore. The clothes that I'm going to wear for the rest of the event aren't there anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And then I notice a note was left on the door. And it says, um, you know, like you need to... You need to pay your bill before you get your clothes. So that is already a procedure. If you're you're not aware of like how hotels work, um, that is not a procedure that I've ever seen before. Not the the paying before you get your clothes. That sometimes does happen for sure. Um, But 
somebody giving me my clothes and then taking them away. That means someone went into your room. Yeah, somebody went into my room, grabbed my clothes, and took them away. And that doesn't bother me so much. It slightly does, just because it's a little weird. But, um, but what bothers me is I have a very limited amount of time. <laughs> I'm trying to get ready. You have to work. work, right? And I'm still there for another, like, four days, right? <laughs> okay. So they have me, like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. And so uh, I call down there and I say, like, hey, um, you know, there's must have been some misunderstanding. Um, my clothes got delivered last night and uh, I'm in a hurry. I need to go to work. I need my clothes re-delivered. It says I need to pay. I, I, I will pay. Um, I thought the company was paying, but, you know, I, I, I have no problem paying. It's like 50 bucks. I don't really care that much. Uh, you need to get to work. But I, I just need my clothes. They're like, okay, I understand, sir. Um, you can only be call housekeeping or whatever. So I continue getting ready as much as I can without clothes. Um, the beard was very well maintained. Yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, I do my own makeup, so I'm, like, yeah, putting okay, on okay. my makeup and stuff at least. And um, and about five minutes later, they they call me back, and they say, uh, sir, I'm sorry, the, the company's, uh, like, they're, they don't actually cover, like, dry cleaning or whatever. And, um, yeah, that's not important. It doesn't cover dry <laughs> Okay, what I was going to say is I, I did have a hard time understanding her. Um, oh, that's totally fair. I'm, I'm pretty bad with yeah. accents. So I, I had a little bit of hard, a hard time understanding her, but she was basically telling me that the company um, wasn't covered dry cleaning. I was like, oh, that, that was, I was like, no, that's no problem. I will pay. I have no problem paying, but please, um, I, I need you guys to deliver the clothes before I come downstairs. I have nothing to wear. I will, I will pay as, as soon as I get my clothes. Like, I just need to actually wear them first before I go downstairs. Um, and they're like, okay, sir, I understand. Hang up the phone. Uh, go back to, to getting ready. And I'm soon running out of things to do to get ready. <laughs> uh, and uh, another five minutes uh, go past. And I get a call again. And um, she's telling me that uh, I need to pay in order to get my clothes. And I'm like, okay, we kind of already gone over this. I'm like losing my patience a little bit. I'm like, look, we've already gone over this. I, I will pay. Like, I totally understand. This is just a miscommunication. I'm not going anywhere. I have to go to work though. I, I like, I have to go to work. I'm, I'm here for work. I need my clothes for that. I said, you need to deliver them to me. I will pay. I promise I will pay. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You have me for another four days. And she says, uh, uh, sir, if you come down to the lobby, um, housekeeping will deliver it to the desk, your clothes, when you come, when you come to pay. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, and finally, I start, I start losing it. Okay. And I'm just like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, I need the clothes. I'm naked. I need clothes to wear downstairs. Like, please, for the love of God, just give me my clothes. There are no clothes okay? in my room. Technically, there are clothes, okay? There's, like, <laughs> sweaty, dirty clothes that I honestly just don't want to put on. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm... I'm totally being selfish and I'm being a little bit of an asshole here, but like this situation is already kind of messed up. The fact that they gave me the clothes, they went into my room, took the clothes back. 
there there's like I understand like some some hotels like definitely require you to pay before you actually get your laundry. I I understand that, but like it's a very nice hotel. I'm with a large company that's there. Like everything that is kind of reasonable says that like I I'm not a flight risk here, guys. I don't you know like that they went into your room. That that's the I, one that gets me I, right okay, now. Okay, yeah, that did bother me. So if I'm I'm just like at this point, I'm just gonna make a stand. I'm just gonna be like, I I even message them. I message the WhatsApp group and I say, hey guys, I might be late because. I might go downstairs naked, just letting you know. That's what I wrote in the WhatsApp group because I was losing my mind at that point in time. So I hang up the phone. Uh, she she says like, okay, I like I understand, I understand. Um, and she's like, housekeeping will deliver your clothes. Guess what happens five minutes later? Did you get another phone call? I got another phone call. <laughs> was okay. the, was five, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. It's been 20 minutes since we had this original conversation. I'm running like quite late. Now I'm actually cutting it close. <laughs> I gave myself a decent window, but like now it's beginning to be a problem. Okay. I'm legitimately going to be late and I don't like being late to these things. It's my job. I, I have like an, an expectation of professionalism that Absolutely. is like I'm going to be in the lobby at X amount of time and I don't like making people wait. And... um. I'm a little bit like I put a lot of emphasis on this because it's I I have a timeliness problem in general, mm -hmm. and so I'm trying to correct that. And so especially at my job, I always try and make sure I'm there on time. And so now I'm like I'm really mad. And I get that last phone call, that fourth phone call, and I I just lost it. I I only remember half the conversation, but. Uh, I remember. Did she say the same thing um, again? She said the same thing. That sir, you need to to pay for your laundry before we deliver you. And I lost it. I I, I said something about like, God damn it, you can't hold my clothes hostage. This isn't a hostage situation. It's not a give me the money, I'll give you the clothes. God damn it, you're supposed to give me my goddamn clothes. For so help me, for the love of God, I will come down there naked. I will come down to the front desk, buried in my all of God fucking naked glory and i will pay for the clothes don't make me do it i swear i was like i swear on my mother's life i'm on my hands and knees i'm right now and i literally i went on my hands and knees because i'm very like when i lose it i really lose it i'm there on my hands and knees on this desk pulling the the, the phone down to me and i'm like i'm on my hands and knees praying before god swearing to him that i will on on my mother's life i will pay for those clothes at 9 30 and like i uh we were supposed to leave it like 845 or something like that. I'm, this is a random number. And I said, I will pay for these clothes at 844 a.m. on this day. But first, you just have to deliver my clothes or else I will come down there naked. Um, oh, I remember part, part of the reason, oh, it's coming back to me now. Part of the reason I lost it so badly, I, like, I was losing it for sure. But, but I really lost it. Um, I, I, I said the hostage crisis line when, when she asked me, um, what time I got off work. <laughs> what does that even mean? 
like she she wants to know exactly what time I like exactly what time I get off work so she knows exactly when I'll pay so if if I say 6 p.m. and 6 30 rolls around she calls the cops to chase me down at the airport like like none of this makes sense to me and I'm just like why god why and, and, and I so I just fucking lose it man I I don't think I've ever lost it with anybody in like I I try and be really respectful to like people in service industries I totally get you have to deal with a lot of assholes so I totally get that but on that day I was the asshole and I don't like I'm still mad about it because it just it wasn't right. You know, it just if you've been to hotels frequently and like these sort of things, like th this just wasn't an okay situation. And so the conclusion of that is I got my clothes finally. I went downstairs because my mother's life was on the line. So I had to go downstairs <laughs> and pay before I got in, got on the shuttle. And I, I paid and uh, and I had just enough time to ask them. Um, I had to go to work, but... I have a problem. I need to talk to a manager. And they said, come back, you know, like, uh, the manager, like there's a manager on duty all the time. Um, so I go to work, I come back and this is how I know I really stuck you've with been me. About it. I really stuck with me. Cause most of the time I just let these things slide. You know, I, I honestly do. I just like stuff like this, like give me, give me two minutes and it's out of my mind. Uh, but I went back to the hotel. I didn't think about it all day. I didn't stew about it. But when I got back to the hotel, uh, I had that cold resolve of like, this wasn't okay. And I'm going to talk to a manager about it. I'm, I'm going to take the extra time that like, I don't want to, to talk to a manager about this. Cause this, this was legitimately wrong and it made me really mad. So it was a combination of like, this is wrong and this needs to be fixed, but also I'm really like I. It made me really mad, and somebody needs to. Did, did talking to the manager help? And it it did. Um, did and this, you get free dry cleaning? This, no, this is the part that I feel really bad about. I think I got someone fired. Oh, oh, yeah. And I feel really shitty about that still. Oh. Uh, it still really is bothering me. You don't know me. that for sure. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. The manager came up to my room for whatever. Okay. So first I went downstairs to talk to the manager and for whatever reason, he seemed to think that I had missing laundry. Um, he didn't listen to my full story. He might and I, he listened to the first it. half and just thought I was missing laundry. So we called like the head of housekeeping and I was like, no, I had to explain. No, I have my clothes, but like. Like he didn't let me finish. I had like a service problem. And so him and the head of housekeeping both come up to my room. I need, like I was, I was going to go downstairs and talk to him. We just met past each other in the hallway. Um, and so we talked there and I explained, you know, the entire situation and, uh, they both started laughing. They're, they're like, <laughs> they're, they're like, they're, that's messed up. That is not something that we do here. And I was like, okay. I was like, honestly, that, that was the biggest thing. It was just, it bothered me that you guys did something like that. Like yeah. that, you, that you went into my room and like took back the clothes. That was, that was the biggest thing that I felt was wrong, you know? And so I, um, I was like, you know, like that was the biggest thing. I just wanted to make sure there was like, um, some sort of like policy change basically. But now that I know that, like, that's not that's not your guys' policy. Now that I understand that's not the policy there, then you know it's all good. I, I just wanted to make sure that policy wasn't in place. And uh, and he and he was like, 
he said something about like um uh well I guess I have to find out who I'm gonna fire. <laughs> As like kind of a joke, but also not. <laughs> And I had this like pit in my stomach of like, oh no. Maybe it was the person who like, came I in your room, just, <sighs> not the lady on the phone. I I don't know. So I'm I might have got somebody fired, and I feel really bad about. So that. someone's living on the streets right now in Singapore because of your your life. I legitimately complained to the manager specifically. That cold resolve that I had was about something being wrong. I wanted a policy changed. I wasn't calling for somebody to get fired. I never said anything about that. <laughs> it's not the person. It's and, the situation, right? Dude. And, of course, he tells me that's not their policy. So then, like... He good copped you. Yeah. He good copped you. So, yeah, that's one of my stories. Yeah. That's... I, I'm hung up thinking about... Um, that WhatsApp group and you saying that and then like Shiver eating breakfast and pulls her phone out of her pocket and be like, Oh, I got a new message from cap. He's, did you guys <laughs> reading this right? Is he going to come out here naked? Oh, what the? <laughs> yeah. And then rich responding like, okay, uh, dude, like <laughs> see you there. See you there. Take my clothes off too. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solidarity or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, well, hopefully that was so, the worst part of Singapore. So that this is the second time that I've confessed. So I confessed that obviously in the, uh, the talent bus, uh, that morning, um, uh, before the whole firing part, um, I can, I told them what had happened, uh, cause I wanted feedback and like, Hey, this wasn't okay. Right. Like I, I'm not going crazy. Right. Like I wanted to make sure I was in the right before I actually oh, yeah, complained abs- to the manager. Absolutely. It, right. And they, they all said like, yeah, that's totally wrong. Um, they shouldn't have done that. And so I, I just took the resolve. I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to the manager right now. Someone's homeless. Yeah. Someone's homeless in Singapore. They're really sad because someone's laundry got messed up. Some big Hollywood celebrity's laundry got fucked up and now they can't pay rent. Yeah, it's like so stupid, you know, like I'm a, like, to be fair, Singapore is a very nice place. It is not like a third world country. It's very nice. It is, uh, I want to go. It is, I highly recommend it. I love Singapore so much. So, uh, but like, like, I'm like the, the, like when I say first world country, I don't mean Singapore is not first world. But it's just like I like keep talking like, while I, I look at the list of that. first world. I didn't need to be that guy. Oh God. So yeah. So yes, I was very mad, as you can see, recalling this story, and now I feel very bad about it. And that's to make sure every single time I think about this, you're, you're a little red in your face too. Like you're like, like you're feeling <sighs> like you're feeling a little something. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, hopefully that was the worst part about Singapore. Hopefully everything oh, yeah. else was great. Everything else was great. Love the event. Uh, I, the fans there are awesome. I love going to Southeast Asia. The, only for the fans. Travel's terrible, but the, the fans like are awesome. It's like something dumb like that, right? Yeah, it's usually anywhere from like 20 to 25 hours. Um, I was watching one of the bits you were doing that you pre-filmed. Um, oh, yeah. And... I was I was watching it talking to Tsunami like on a Discord or something. Oh, okay. They're both watching live, and uh, I said, uh, "You you had a toilet brush with fake shit on it." <laughs> and I said, uh, "Like if I if I wrote this, I would be forcing Cap to eat this fake poop." 
yes. fully expecting that it wasn't going to happen. Yes. And then when it did happen, I was like so proud yes. that, that you did that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we went in. They actually cut some of that footage. Okay. So our idea, Mally and I's idea, uh, I think we both had this idea because I definitely have it strongly in my head of what I wanted to be able to see. Um is I the we I do that little bit of just like taking a little bit off yeah. the, the toilet brush. It's consumable. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and uh, I wanted a moment where I turn to the camera and then I really just go in and just you know and they have a closer and closer shot on my Put, face as I fade the color out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like oh, you you're beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I didn't even think about that a little bit. <laughs> You got I, it. I've perfectly. done these things a lot. <laughs> okay. very and that, that was my idea. And we did that bit. And there was some lost footage out there of just me going in on that toilet brush and really just like the the Nutella. It's Nutella, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, the, this fake shit. The Nutella is just all over my mouth. I just really get it all over there, man. And oh, God, that would have been so funny. And it would have been like a really funny gif and all those sorts of things. Like, I really want that footage. It's really somewhere. Bad. It's in some what PGL editors. I made Molly promise to me when they said they were going to cut it. I was like, I need that. I need that footage. So I <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Contact him because I want to see that. I thought it would be hilarious. Um, if you want, or if anyone listening. Wants. Oh, sorry. Real quickly, the best part of that oh, bit yes. was was sorry. Another bit that that I thought of when we go into the toilet. Mm -hmm. uh, when we go into the bathroom to this, we were supposed to have like the pre-meeting. That was the last part we filmed. And I yeah. was like, can we do this in the bathroom? And I use that toilet brush on the toilet. Mm -hmm. So that way we really have the continuity of that. And that, I think that for sells, it sells it so much more. Cause obviously like when you're watching it, you see me put the toilet brush in scrubbing <laughs> and scrubbing and scrubbing. And then later on, like, I was like, Oh, that would be so perfect. Um, Pro 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 production tip for uh, anyone who needs to make fake shit. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of experience with this. <laughs> My okay. favorite recipe is um, you get chocolate pudding. You leave it out for about a day, so a little bit of the so it, it's like a little less watery, uh -huh, uh -huh. and then you mix it with coffee grounds. Okay. Okay. That, that that's gonna get you a very camera realistic looking shit. See, we just came up with uh, we actually had those we had the little Nutella things with breadsticks just happening oh, to be on the absolutely. table. And I was use like, whatever you have. I was like, hell yeah, that's gonna be perfect for some shit. Use use whatever you have. But if you're uh, out there looking for a good poop recipe, that is great. That's yeah, now I know. Ch chocolate pudding and coffee grounds. Similarly, uh, slime really hard to make. You want to use some vanilla pudding. It's it's it really it really helps a lot. Pudding is okay. great. Great on pudding. Just, uh, that's what I'm learning. Apparently, it's pudding all day. Yeah, Slacks is going to be traveling to events now with more pudding. Oh, I was I I was uh, Singapore was the first thing that I watched in a minute. Probably really seriously since Ti. Mm. Um, that I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, these teams are here time to time to see what's going on. So I was, I was pretty happy watching the event. I still have, do you like the content that came out of it? I have, uh, <laughs> uh, mm, mm -hmm. it, uh, Be honest. It, uh, it was all too long. Okay. The, uh, I mean, this is like, this, this uh, like, this is Kyle, like first time doing content creation. So. I don't think he minds criticism because I don't think he really got a whole lot of feedback in the first place. I think I think everything that I think most of those pieces would have been better if they were like all universally twenty percent shorter. Okay, 
That, and that makes sense. I think that's a fairly common thing for people. Oh who yeah, just I, I make that mistake all the time. Mm. All the time is, is make is making stuff too long. So I feel like I'm a little bit hypersensitive to it too. Yeah. Um, Our piece was wrong. Long. I remember that. We we have like too much stuff. Yeah, and so sometimes you have a lot of good ideas, and you're like. Well, I want to do all the good ideas. Yeah, yeah. But um, sometimes you got to throw the baby out a little bit. Yeah. And, and it helps in the end. <laughs> Just it's part of the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. I, I realized <laughs> that was the wrong analogy midway through. So I this tried, is some, this I is tried some the pivot. Weird, you really weren't helping. You're just this is it some back. weird, like, King Solomon cutting the baby in half and then throwing half out. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I speak English and I know what I'm talking about. Man, it's uh, – yeah, I – I, I I thought some of them were I, I liked uh, I I would have been interested to see who else could have done like the the well most of them looked short the the game with the pie I I wish I could have seen all the footage because I I feel like it wasn't like there was ideas I didn't like I feel like there was editing that I wasn't a fan of yeah so that was something that uh, honestly that's always a struggle with because uh, we have con excuse me we have content creators that come in that are like talent mm -hmm. but the editors that they're working with isn't like people that they work with regularly so yeah, it's, probably it's like, like each yeah, every stuff, single right? event's like a tug of war it seems like um between the the content creator and the editors and like two different visions and they don't know each other so it's like weird it's i mean to, to talk hollywood for a second it really takes a lot of time there's a reason why you see like big directors who work with the same editors over and over again because it's really a rapport that you get with someone mm -hmm. and i've in the past had to work with just like here's an editor i've never seen i have nothing about but i have to like give them something and tell them how to cut it mm -hmm. and you know it doesn't always go as well because you know especially if you don't want to be like mean to someone it's easier yeah. if you're like a real asshole to be like no <laughs> yeah. you're doing it wrong don't do that but if you yeah. want to like kind of be a little bit more collaborative sometimes it's really hard to just take a piece with someone you don't know and be like okay how do we because you know th that all those things you shot you know I, I don't know how much people know about video production but they're much longer than the pieces you see at the end like yeah. there's so much yeah that gets cut away that the editor's so important so i imagine just like taking it to a random you know esl or pgl or what have you editor and be like hey can you take this thing i made and make it a thing mm -hmm. like do all the pgl editors even like speak good english like there could even be that too right yeah yeah so criticism is oh. bad please don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was uh, it was a great event. I don't remember anything of the tournament to be honest. I know. I just remember the content that we made. It was very busy. It was a busy event. I worked every single series. Every time I tuned in, dude, I'm like, are they giving you a break? I almost felt defense. I'm like, are they giving him a break? <laughs> like on your mom or something? Like, I feel like he needs a break. Where's yeah. his fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, let me just say I I I like Brian a lot. I I really like BSJ, <laughs> but there was like <laughs> I I just had to laugh where he was like he was like one day I was like he's like am I reading the schedule right? Like I think I'm working every series today or something like that. I'm just like dog. I've been working every series for the entire event. Um, the only thing, obviously, the group stage they did some weird thing where we only had panel first and last. So obviously there's this middle ground where we didn't do yeah. a whole lot, but you're still working, like you're still there and you still have to like pay attention. To Even when you're not yeah, it's, on camera, you yeah. can, you're like, you're watching the games so that you don't sound dumb when you are on camera and 
you know, yeah. an hour or two hours or tomorrow. So it's, it's, I guess there isn't really a lot of breaks, even though the in-between is kind of more leisurely yeah. than being on camera, I guess. I don't know. I'm t- I, don't, I don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> I, we would just stay in the green room and watch the games and, and kind of bullshit. Oh, we did get to cast the middle series of the day, me and Trent. It was very nice of them. They worked with us. Uh, that was not the original idea, but both Toby... Uh, the casting pairs, Toby and BSA and Owen and Fogged, were both nice enough to give us a series uh, each day for the groups. And then we got to cast, uh, I think, two playoff days as well. So that was really nice of the tournament organizers as well as the casters to like kind of give up a little bit so Trent and I could get some time casting. Oh, hell yeah. That was nice. Um, the thing that I remember about the event, because I feel at least semi-obligated to talk just the slightest bit about Dota on the show, just just the uh, absolute uh-huh. slight, like you have to like slide a nugget in there so yeah, that yeah, people yeah. know that we're serious, <laughs> right? I think Vici went through the whole lower bracket. Yes, and won. Did. Yes, that's exciting. Yes, and then EG looked really rad until e- they yeah, until the grand finals, the grand yeah, finals, three would or something. Also, like three twenty-minute games, <laughs> man, and then. Oh. Those New Jerseys look bad. I know that's a hot take. I know it's a hot take. I know it's a hot take. <laughs> I know that I know that not a lot of people have talked about about these jerseys. Yeah. But man, Vici just looked so much cleaner than that EG logo did. Yeah. But yeah, that that's uh <laughs> that's the TLDR from the tournament, right? As a actually, as a viewer um who still hasn't played enough games of Dota to have my own very firm grasp of all of the neutral items. Mm-hmm. It it feels like it went through weird ebbs and flows of them being like predominantly talked about during casts, which was interesting because it's like I'm I'm learning through yep. listening to y'all talk about it, but also I'm confused and like trying to d- take a lecture in while watching. Yeah. And then sometimes they were almost completely forgotten about, which most of the time was fitting up the game. Yeah. So I watching Singapore made me realize that I still need to be playing more because I don't like as a viewer having this lapse in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's it's harder not harder to follow is the wrong way to put it. Because it's not, but it, it it feels like uh like like I'm not there, like I'm missing something. Yeah. So, I'm I'm telling myself that I I'm got I gotta like play. I need to like set Dota goals for myself. Yeah, you I'm need not to. Gonna, I'm not gonna have like a New Year's resolution, but I don't want to be like a like a fraud who's doing a Dota podcast who has only played like what <laughs> ten games in the last month. You're also part of the problem right now. I the know. Declining right? uh, player numbers. Joey, you're you're one of the the very many people who are not playing Dota two anymore. You got to get on that. You're sounding facetious in the sense that maybe you don't think it's a problem. Uh, I don't. I don't care one way or another. I think I think um, I, I like uh, Reddit is not wrong about um, some of the stuff that they say. Um, but the sky isn't falling. Uh, yeah, I mean. Like there, there's all two extreme points that like Valve is screwing up everything, and Dota would be a much bigger game if only Valve was just Riot or Blizzard, and they marketed the hell out of Dota, etc., etc., etc. And then there's the other side of thing that's like Valve is totally blameless uh, because you know it's Dota's ten years old, and what the hell are you expecting? Um, the the real answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Valve is definitely at fault for the new player experience. That is the one thing that I will very publicly 
uh, always say is that that is what Valve has screwed up, is that they've never put enough resources into the new player experience um, because the numbers are always going, like people are going, there's going to be a lot of ebb and flow and people are just going to grow old and not have time for Dota. Uh, you need new players to be able to fit that in. And if you want to get new players into Dota, you have to have a good new player experience somehow because it's an incredibly hard game to get into. So you have to make that a little bit easier. Um, and Valve forsook that for so long that I don't think um, that it's recoverable. Um, I don't know how much of a difference it would make though. Like, I don't know if we would have an extra million people playing Dota regularly if uh, if we just had, like, a really good uh, tutorial that really worked through everything. Maybe it wouldn't actually do anything. Because, again, Dota's, like, it's an outdated genre, um, and it's also just an old game. And it's It it's feels okay. to me like we might be complaining about something that needed to change you know, five to yes. ten years ago, yes. and now we're, For like, sure. upset about it in retrospect. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Instead of being like, well, what do you want to do today? It's almost like I, I think of it... I, yeah, probably, I, I probably shouldn't say this because it might turn some people off, but it's, I like it in my brain, I almost, like, link it to climate change a little bit. Uh, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, we already did all this stuff. <laughs> um, I guess we should try and do something now. That's kind of how it feels like with Dota. Like we've already yeah. kind of gotten rid of so much. It's um, uh, Unlike climate change, I will say, I'm not sure, like, I... From a business perspective, I don't know if Valve really should put a whole lot of resources into the new player experience this late into the game. They made the mistake. They should have done it earlier. I People seem to have this idea that only you market the game and put in the new player experience right now, then like things would get better. And I, I just am not convinced that they would. I don't, I don't think so either. I think it would help. I think advertising always helps like i think that sure. there's just people who don't know about the game in general the biggest thing and which i can tell i'm pulling up actually uh like our, our youtube statistics uh -huh. is that um at least people who were watching us on youtube <laughs> 60 close to 70 percent are over the age of 25 yeah so to me i mean just just the wait does does youtube not count people below the age of 18 it does. I think I, I or might not. I'm not 100 percent sure how that works. Because yeah, according to that, we have literally zero viewers. Thirteen. That could to 17. be. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research on that. I'm not okay. sure what the answer is. Because it might be they have to be 18 to watch the video or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But even if they were 18, there's 18 to 24, which is 30 percent, and then you know 70 percent is over 25 and that's a that's a weird sample that's tangentially related to dota but if you're gonna look at people who care enough to like listen to or click through the video on youtube or like download the podcast somewhere the the age demo of dota is just getting older yes which is <laughs> again we are the boomers and the zoomers are playing Fortnite right now. There's a reason why, you know, all the big streamers are playing Fortnite because that's what the young crowd is watching and that's what, you know, they're playing. It's not going to suddenly come back to Dota. It's yeah, not it's like, like you know, nobody's going to be like, oh, you've never played a MOBA? Let's play one of those. Holy crap, Jimmy. Yeah, so. Let's drop on the fountain. We're old. Where are we dropping, bros? We're old people. That's what it comes down to. Is that we're all aging. Eating that tight hunter out of here. <laughs> uh, there's streams where people definitely say that. <laughs> there's pub games where people say that. Yeah, it's yeet. God, sound like Pokemon. Um, 
dude, I think uh, something that I should at the top as as we wrap up is that. <laughs> oh, uh, wrap up! Oh no. Wrap up? Oh, do you want to say, dude? It's uh, I'm 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 looking at the TRT. It's uh, it's an hour fifteen. Oh Jesus! <laughs> dude, I've got like two more stories to go through. Should I save them for another time? Do you, do, you, do you want to save them? I mean, I don't know if we're we're not going to record another one before I leave. Like the next one we're going to do is is me and we at we play right. Oh, I might I might just edit this. I record one with like that and these questions that we got oh, that okay. we can either release. You just want to do two episodes now? I do. Okay, cool. I must not have communicated that clearly. So no, because because I don't. I think if even if we don't use it during the we play, uh, I need one to put out while I'm gone. Right. Okay. Okay. So if it's okay, not cool. like now, it would maybe be like end of January. Yeah. Okay. Um, reclap. <laughs> We're back. What? Oh, did we ever leave? I'm sorry. Editing's weird. Uh, one, two, something, whatever. <laughs> so before, <laughs> God damn it. The, the, I, I think I should have done this at the top. I keep on saying that I'm gonna like, uh, like, 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 like try and do some housekeeping at the top because I think people responded oh, yeah. positively. But other people, you see that right there? People were mad about me being in the top of the video. I did vaguely see that. You did vaguely see that, yeah. dude. Fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck what they think. <laughs> I always feel bad when I see that sort of thing, and I'm just like, like uh, I, I always feel like I should do something, but I'm not sure what to do, sort of thing, and I'm just like, hey, it's, it's like the, uh, it's like the, the Kirby enthusiasm meme, you know, he's like sitting there, lo 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 like looking to himself, like, ah, but I could, uh, like not, that's just me the entire time, like, ah, not worth it, not worth it. That's good, that's good feedback. It was weird that I did insert myself at the top of the video when people just want to listen to our TZ. Mm. If we have X amount of listeners, those episodes had X amount times, like, I don't know, seven. So, those other people didn't care about that, and that's that's totally fine. Now, I'm doing this weird, like, defensive complaining <laughs> thing. I think there's good feedback there, but now I'm recoiling, and I uh -huh. didn't do the housekeeping tough with the stuff at the top because I was scared about it when I uh -huh. shouldn't be. It's it's it's, it's our show, goddamn. We do whatever yes. the fuck we want, yes. Fuck those people and your feedback. Don't give us any of that. That's not useful. <laughs> They're probably like, you know, that feedback you gave Kyle, you can probably cut 20% of the episode out, too, huh? Yeah, it goes both ways. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop talking now. Anywho. Um, the housekeeping stuff I was talking about we were giving away arcanas yes which is another thing I'm self-conscious about saying right or wrong arcana 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 Okay. Sure, whatever. I think I say Aegis, and, and I just say Ags instead of Agonyms. I don't know which one's right still. It's all fine. You're Great, all fine. thank you. Aegis, Agonyms, Ags, those are all good. Aegis. 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 That's the one I like. Um, we were giving away some of the new Ogre Magi. Fuck. Magi. Now I'm just in my head. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you could not be a commentator, Joey. Jesus. But could I be an actor? Because I was you, joking. I was clearly joking. That was that was a that was a yes and I know what I'm <laughs> Your your uh your your stream of consciousness is wild. It, it just jumps a lot. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> I, I don't think I can be a commentator because I think I stutter a little too much. That's that's the biggest imp impotence that I think I have. Um which is 
It's funny that somehow we're doing a podcast because really not that different and still stuttering. I'm sure you've noticed if you haven't, you will now. So I'm sorry. Um, we were giving away the, the Ogar Magi Arcanas um, because they came out uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, this is great. We got so many iTunes reviews because it turns out people wanted free stuff. Yeah. So the bribing, the bribing work. I know you saw those trees. I know people were like, yeah, which yes. was great for our viewership numbers also so we should just nice. keep, keep doing it but i did say i was gonna give away two more from <laughs> i heard that. the last podcast which i still uh-huh. haven't cleared with the bosses i think i'm just gonna like expense them and hope no one asks questions or that they're not listening <laughs> this is a conversation we should have in private yeah um, they don't listen to the podcast that they're paying they, for. they probably should they probably should i'm very sorry <laughs> i don't know why you trust me to do any of this um i've i, I have two I have two more reviews um, okay. that that we're gonna shout out to people. The first one is Arctic Owl, um, who is from Australia. Nice. And I don't know if you know, we have like a substantial group of people from Australia who listen. Yeah, shout if out to the Aussies. If you, yeah, shout out to the Aussies. If you, if you look at the traffic stats on the podcast, it's United States and number two Australia. So thank you, and I'm sorry, and I hope you're not on fire. Um, <laughs> Art Tagalog goes, uh, fun times with uh, adequate chat, uh, great to listen to while studying, and Leaf's laugh is slowly growing on me. That's how I get you. Just, just it's like a put fungus. A, put, a, put a foot in the door, and suddenly you like it. Um, also, being a big Clockwork fan, I enjoy the superb and fitting analysis of the AGS component. Uh, much love from the land of 30-minute cues. Nice. That's the again. It's the Aussies, man. They they hit me up all the time with their long cues. Long times. Yeah. Um. You want to read this one? This the second one is is uh, Jenkins JP. You both need to message me on Twitter, please. Thank you. <laughs> Jenkins JP and Artigal, right? Yeah, Jenkins JP and Artigal. This this is this is what Jenkins said. There's not much Dota podcast going around, but this is one of it. <laughs> That's a resounding review. We're one of them. You have the insights of the game with Leaf and Cap, and they're having fun delivering it. It's pretty good that they're bringing in. (laughs) They're bringing in players as guests as well. Weekly tune on the way to work. I'm glad you have a job. Thank you for writing the review. Just wait till we start our Patreon, then that work money is going to come in handy. Oh man. I, we're not starting a Patreon. We're not. I but the Patreon I think it's really close to home to me. It's it's a very it's a, it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> su- support people who makes content you like because that's the world yes, we live in. I uh, I support uh, Podcast Six it is Patreon. You should check it out. Position Six. Uh, that <laughs> I pay for it. <laughs> I can call it whatever the hell I want, Joey. Yeah, fuck you, Dad. Position um, Six. <laughs> Dan, check out his Patreon. He does really great work. Come to LA for the major, Dan. I could have told you yeah. that privately. Not everyone had to hear that, hear that either. Um, but yeah. He tests to see if he listens. Yeah. I yeah. know he does. He's like. Nice. Yeah, I know he does. I know he does. Um, anywho, thank you guys for all the reviews. If you continue to write them, we're going to continue to read them on the show. The Apple ones genuinely do help us. So if you have the time, make an Apple account, steal your mom's, borrow your girlfriend's. If you have uh, someone else who you live with, who you can also steal their phone and write a review on, I wouldn't be mad about it. It would be helpful. Um, if you were if you were listening to us on like on the podcast, you can watch us on YouTube. A lot of we got some good. Uh, Arteezy really pulled up the YouTube numbers, so YouTube's been suggesting yes. us to more people. Yes. So like we're starting to play the algorithm. I really owe Arteezy a lot. Thank you, <laughs> and Blitz. <laughs> um, 
If you want to watch us, Cypel Podcast on YouTube. If you want to listen to us, Cypel Podcast on whatever a podcast player you want. Um, yeah, if if you uh, if you watched on YouTube, even if you continue watching on YouTube, it would be helpful if you subscribed to the podcast. Oh yeah, that's a good thing too. Yeah. Just just you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt you in any way. It's totally free. Just well, you're supposed to like sub- subscribe and click the bell. Now we're now we're now we're YouTubers. Yes, <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the podcast just to help support us. Thank you. That's and or tell your Dota friends about it. Be like, man, yes. did you hear that? Did you hear the episode that they did with Arteezy? I really liked that Joy wasn't there, and wow, Arteezy really likes Thompson. That's a great conversation to have while you're waiting for your 30 minute cues in Australia. Yeah. Um, on that note, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna take off and not record another episode after this. I don't want to break the magic. That would be one and done. That'd be rude. These happen one at a time. We're gonna be wearing the same clothes. I'll wear the just same know. clothes for the next podcast just show. Know that it's not. It feels same. like our lucky outfits. <laughs> it does. We're good, right? We're a good show. So <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. You're all great. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>